Hey everybody and welcome to Prep Hour. Today we're going to be talking about celebrating holidays in the classroom. Hi, I'm Peter. I'm Marcus. And I'm Mark. And you're listening to Prep Hour. All right, so it's December, which means, you know, Mark and I each have like a week, week and a half left of school. Pete's been out of school for like three months. Here comes time to kind of reflect on how the semester went and a um, lot going on at schools, regardless of what level of school you're at during the holiday season. So um, I'm kind of curious what, uh, for you, both of you, what what types of things, traditions or anything like that did happened in your classrooms? And let's go from there. So what sparked this interest oh yeah is it just the holiday season or holiday season i read an article online i read (laughs) that's uh i read um no but uh no i read i came across an article and it was talking about there's some contention across the country where teachers are having conversations about like what's appropriate for for public schools um to be participating in um in regards to the holidays um for teachers individually within their classrooms decoration traditions um, celebrations, that kind of thing. So what, what's appropriate for, for public schools? So it was an article that was kind of talking about how different schools are handling that. So that's kind of what, what kind of sparked this. Well, it's funny. I, re- I read the article and of course, I think we've all been there. You look back as a kid, the holidays are a blast in elementary school, but I was also a white kid who celebrated Christmas and that made it fun. And then as I got older and then especially through high school, uh, or teaching high school and reading that article, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, how many kids did we alienate throughout my life? You know, and I even alienated as a teacher. And I, I, I don't know what the fine line is there. I think there's depth because you look at the holidays in December, like 10 of them, I think, right. roughly mm-hmm. in December. And I think it, as far as what the public schools want, what the right answer is is I think it it also it depends on the obviously the school it depends on the teacher it depends on the relationship you have with your kids secondary elementary whatever the community there's so many factors to consider for me I think the idea of celebrating those holidays I think is a is a great opportunity to introduce those cultural aspects as well and I think that gets lost and there's there's history related to all those holidays obviously for Jewish there's something you can pull in from Hanukkah and everything else that provides a little cultural sensitivity to that culture, Kwanzaa, whatever. And so I it's a it's a real rough issue. I'm glad I'm not an elementary teacher. I don't know how it'd be much is much easier 30 years ago because you handle handle it linear rather than dealing with all the different aspects of it today. Man, if I was an elementary teacher, I might just punt, you know, just because it just because of where we are today. I remember growing up, my favorite holiday was Halloween. So and then as a teacher Halloween was a big one because it's one of my favorite holidays. Christmas was, I put up a Christmas tree in my room. I'd put up a string of lights and that was it. But even growing up in a very white Christian area in Iowa, Christmas was never, I mean, everybody knew what the holiday was, but I don't ever remember anybody talking about Jesus or being saved or... Christianity. I don't remember anybody at the predominantly white Christian school that I taught at, anybody ever talking about 
Jesus or Christianity or being saved. And so I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I think a lot of people who are not Christian still celebrate the season as a, as a, as a season of it's time to reflect. It's time to give. It's time to show love and community so I think if you preach that stuff in your classroom, it's fine. If you're a teacher saying, let's talk about the resurrection and let's talk about, you know, the birth of Jesus Christ, then I would be like, absolutely not. Like, no way. But that being said, I think we do a, a pretty big disservice not talking about or including any of the other holidays either. So, I mean, I mean, that's my stance on it. I think that I kind of think about it like I teach world history, first of all. So that kind of informs part of my thinking on it. And I, I don't I I don't want to work in a public education system where we ignore the fact that there's major holidays going on. Yeah, um, I, I, I think we should bring as many of them in as possible. Yeah, it's fun for you know? kids, too. I, I mean, yeah. and. My classes were pretty diverse in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't remember anybody having a problem with it because I knew there were kids that weren't. They were either atheists or they came from a different culture and they weren't Christian. And they didn't. They brought in treats for everybody. I mean, they were. I think a lot of people celebrate Christmas. Well, hell, I celebrate Christmas. Right. I'm. I don't consider myself Christian. Right. And I celebrate it. I. I don't. I think a lot of people celebrate it that don't. You know, that don't say I'm celebrating this specifically because this is the birth of Jesus Christ. Right. And I'm celebrating that. I think a lot of people celebrate it as it's the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's a time for giving. It's a time for reflection. So I don't. I. I feel like. Unless a teacher is specifically saying, I'm going to teach a lesson about the birth of Jesus Christ, and then no, absolutely not. But mm-hmm. if you're just, you're putting up a Christmas, we're putting up symbols that represent this holiday, which is a Christian holiday. We celebrate it sure. because it's a Christian holiday. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't I don't feel like any teachers that I know or any, even students who are, I know they're like young life and, and they're all about Jesus and, you know, and all that. They, they're, they're not even proselytizing anybody during the season. It's, it, it's, it's a fun time of year. It's yeah. the end of the semester. People are bringing in treats. There are lights up. There's decorations. Yeah. I, I think teachers should be aware of the types, you know, maybe putting in a dreidel and a menorah and mm-hmm. putting up some other, I'm not going to go through the list of all the different, right. but um, you know, some of the major religions or some of the major celebrations that are also celebrated during this time, they should be putting those up as well. So people, you know, especially in elementary, like, what is that? You know, and you can explain, well, this is a blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this culture celebrates this during this time. It's like, Oh, okay. Whatever. Cause I think everybody knows the Christianity side of it. So I'll shut up now. <laughs> Well, no, and I, yeah, I, um, did I say too much? Was I talking? No, no, and not that's at all. all the time we have for the podcast. And let me furthermore, yeah. Peter hasn't talked for a couple of weeks, so he's got to get it all out. 
No, and I so like I full disclosure. Although this year I'm this year's a little different because I'm not in my own classroom. I'm traveling, so I didn't put anything up. But I put up um, uh, lights, and you guys know I put up a Christmas tree every year. I have a student who like if I know that I've got whatever. Like I'll most of the time I end up with someone's drawing a menorah on my on my chalkboard, which is great. Or Star David, whatever you know what I mean, and then I I do try to work into my world history classes. Like, let's kind of look at what are what are all the holidays. You know, I think in our in our main hallway we have a like a a Christmas tree that's the giving tree. I forget what they call it, but you can go up and pull off a tag, yeah. and you know you donate or whatever. So it's like on our campus, that's kind of really where you see it kind of worked in. I do think though that like Mark, to your point, like we should be cognizant of like if you got kids sitting in your classroom, like let's recognize that if they don't celebrate Christmas, right? Like let's recognize that and let's, let's put something up. You know what I mean? Or talk to them about like, is there something you would like me to put up, you know, um, or that I could put up that'd be appropriate to celebrate your, your holiday. Yeah. And I, I have a distinct memory when I was in sixth grade, I had two African-American kids who were Jehovah witnesses. Yeah. And so that, they disappeared, you know, they just disappeared. And yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't understand why in yeah. sixth grade, I could care less, but I, 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 I remember them as adult and I thought, okay, you know, obviously they were, there, there's so many different ways to handle it. Um, and obviously you, you go back to like what Pete was saying is the way I was raised, you know, you, virtually 99.9% .9 of the community celebrated Christmas and no one really cared, frankly, one way or the other. Um, but I, I remember those kids distinctly, uh, they're twins and they were, I don't know what they did, but I know they weren't there when we celebrate, when we had our holidays, whether it was, you know, Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving, but whether it's Halloween, Christmas or even Valentine's Day, because it can mm -hmm. be around for those th those those kinds of shenanigans yeah, either. So yeah. yeah, so it was it was kind of interesting, and and then that begs the question. You know, obviously, we, I think it, I'm safe to say here, probably more than fifty percent of people celebrate Christmas. They may not be Christians, but right. they celebrate. I echo Pete's sentiments to a T. Um, everything about the holiday is great except Christmas Day. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I feel, and uh, so it's like. You know, I think most people kind of rally around the tree. They rally around the holiday spirit because the holiday spirit, you can't, that's really not political. You know, it's about family, friends, giving, all those things. Those, those cut all sorts of religious and cultural lines. So I think that part's great. And, and But I like Pete's saying, you know, if you're going to talk about baby Jesus and, you know, right. this is the way, yeah, you're asking for it. And I think you would ask for it probably 30, 40 years ago too. Right. Yeah, but I don't. I think there are a lot of places where you wouldn't get any pushback. Hmm. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. In fact, you might. Why aren't you talking about right, right. <laughs> in the classroom? But I mean, yeah. If you're going to go that route, then you got to do it's. It's either everything or nothing. If you're going to go the religious route, yeah. I think. Yeah. So. So go to a private. Go to a private school. Go to a, yeah. Yeah. A parochial. So one of my favorite parts of this time of year, and I think you guys would agree, is like there's all sorts of celebrations at the school. People are doing it, like extra food pops up and treats and whatever. And there's the winter orchestra concerts and the choir concerts and whatever. And our our school that we all worked at, it's it's excellent. But then it's also a time for reflection. You mentioned that, Peter. So I was curious. You're both teaching in very different systems than I'm teaching in. So what what is your, I'm putting you guys on the spot because we didn't talk about this. So what what would be your guys' uh, semester reflections, uh, you know, on, on the school year so far? 
I, I can kind of oh, go. Oh, I ran out of tape. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it's been quite, it's been different. I think, and he, my wife, Heather, and I have talked about it, and there seems to be a COVID hangover. You know, kids seem to be, and I think we've touched on this. I'm sorry, Mark, that's an actual hangover, I think, here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, you know, I think it's a little bit of a COVID hangover. I don't know if their kids are just still a little bit shell shocked from the you know the last year and a half of COVID, but it seems it seems much more challenging getting students to participate, families to, to engage. That I've noticed, I've had the lack of engagement for me is is in my three years doing what I'm doing is is at an all time high. You know, and and parents and people are moving more. And that could be economic as much as anything else, but I don't know if that's an effect of COVID because um, of their situation. So it's it's apathy. I just in a general a general feeling is just more apathy or lack of um, lack of direction. I, I it's hard to pinpoint, but it just seems kids are shell shocked and kind of removed from the situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't and and obviously their their achievement's going to imp- and I think their achievement and their understanding and their skill level has all declined as a result of all that. It's like it's a fog. Yeah, yeah. MLAs, MLAs, yeah. yeah. I've been struggling a little bit. I keep thinking about when I taught in high school and I compare it to now at the college level. And when I was teaching high school, I always dealt with the apathy of, well, they're teenagers they're apathetic. I need to do this. This is important. They don't know it's important for them. And now I'm teaching older kids, um, or not kids anymore. And (laughs) they're just as apathetic. They cheat. They don't read instructions. They don't follow directions. And I don't know. It was a weird semester. I, I, it was just a weird semester for me. I just felt, I felt like I had a, a, few a handful of students that really enjoyed my classes and enjoyed the material and everybody else was just like how long is it going to take me to jump through this fucking hoop and get what i need to get to get out of here and and um i don't have a relationship with my students like i did at the high school level and that that bothers me a little bit because i only see them two maybe three times a week for a semester and they're adults and they've got most of them are doing their own thing they don't have mom and dad so they they've got work and they've got school and they've got boyfriends and girlfriends or husbands and wives or kids and you know at the high school level as a teacher you're you're an adult in their life you're a mentor like you mean something to them whether they hate you or love you or are indifferent you're like a big part of their life cuz they see you so much and at the college level it's just Come in, do your thing, and and leave. It's 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 interesting. It's different. So my semester's been great. <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, let me. Ask, I got you. <laughs> I love it, but it's just this was a this semester was rough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up that question, Pete. So do you? I mean, obviously, you you knew what you were getting yourself into when you left the high school. You know, you you knew I, in your heart, your heart, heart. Those relationships probably wouldn't be as deep as they would be I, in high school. The thing is, is you say that I didn't really know what mm. I was getting into. All I knew, I was getting into something different, and I needed something different. Like I was tired of what I was doing. I needed something different, and this is different. But is I didn't know. I didn't know that. I, I honestly didn't know really what I was getting myself into, which was kind of the allure to it. I like that. Sure. Yeah, sure. 
Hmm. How about you, Marcus? Yeah, I'll, I I think I'll kind of echo a little bit what you guys are saying about the students. I think students have changed. And I know, like, we kind of talk all the time, at, like, adults always say, like, the kids or whatever. The, the whole world has changed. Like, I, I think if you think things aren't different in this world after COVID, you're you're hmm. lying to yourself. Well, since 2016, yeah, I think. I think you're right. Like, even before COVID. I think you're totally right. I think... Just I say think the student. It. Well, I know. <laughs> okay, I, I just, like, all thinking. I just. I think the students. I think honestly, people's priorities have shifted, and that includes the students. I, well, what do you mean their priorities? Like, like, I can make a million dollars if I go become rich on TikTok or famous on TikTok, or you know what I'm saying? Like, th- yeah. like, I I do like I can Google everything. All the facts that I teach in my world history class can be Googled. The facts, right? Yeah. Um, now we do much more than that. I'm discrediting myself, right? We, we do much more than just disseminate facts, but if you're a student, right? Like, you know, cognitively that the, like a lot of stuff can just be Googled. And I think COVID, um, shifted people's priorities. People spent a lot more time with their families. What, you know, whether that's a good thing or not, right. For certain people, mm-hmm. I think people, you know, you talk to a lot of people that we all know that, Mark, you're one of them, work from home now. You know what I mean? I know a ton of people who work from home. I think, like, not just adults who work from home and, like, you work less. I'm sorry, you work less if you work from home. You're not you're not driving as much. You're not, you're not at the office, right? Like, and I think that's a good thing, personally. But I think that affects our students, too, right? Think about when they were on, on Zoom, right? They were doing school less hours of the week. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. You know what I mean? But I, I think I think um I think values have shifted in society. And like you said, going back to twenty sixteen, I think for me, I've stepped into a new role, right? Um, being an instructional coach. And so I, I teach one hour a day, um, which I love. It's the best part of my day. Mm-hmm. My my students are are different. But I I also think though that the adults have changed in the building. What do you mean? Well, actually, let me let me kind of back up. Have the adults changed, or have things changed and the adults haven't changed? Like I I kind of feel this has been a tough semester. It's I've learned more in this one semester than I have my entire career being in this new position. I think that there are a lot of teachers who are holding on to what was. Mm-hmm. And and I think that there are a lot of fantastic things that we did to get us to where we are, but what got us to where we are isn't necessarily going to get us to where we need to go. And I think people are struggling with that at all schools everywhere. Teachers are because values have shifted in society and whatever. And so I, I that's been a big, that's been a challenge for me is I can see like, Oh, like this is, our district's trying to make some shifts, some big shifts and people who I love dearly and are fantastic people and educators are struggling with it. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I totally get it, but well, that's the world, right? Things yeah. change. And that's, yeah. a, and that's, a, that's the, and that boy, you say that that's a pretty powerful statement. So everybody who was employed, let's say 2000, what was COVID 2019, the old guard, so to speak, or anybody who's unwilling to change. And now after, so all those people are continuing to point and they're fighting it. That's the majority of your workforce in most cases. But that's, un, that's not unique to education. It's not. 
that's everywhere. That's everywhere. Whatever, whatever the role of teachers and how that's going to change, they've and and I think teachers for the most part, the ones who Pete, you and I can say this, and Marcus, I think you're heading down that direction. If you've taught for 15 or more years, you're adaptable. Mm -hmm. You have to be to be a good teacher. You have to adapt. And if the and and granted, COVID was a game changer. That wasn't adapting. That was a that was a massive shift. Um, Excuse me. And so I can see that. And and but the point is, I guess I'm asking there: What are school districts doing to support those teachers? Yeah, absolutely. Pete keeps tapping his watch. He wants. And it's past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> it is, oh, it's eight o'clock. That's yeah, eight o'clock. It is getting late. We went all over the place. We went all over the place on that, but that's fine. That's what it's supposed to be about. We did what, go. All, we that's did. okay. That's what we're, we're, I mean, I think there was a threat. Holidays. It, it that's started what with holidays. we're here. It started with the holidays. Yeah. And then we talked about the Dunning Kruger effect. <laughs> <laughs> I am the smartest guy in my classroom. And then uh, we 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 started good, and then we yeah. It's definitely the we need a break. We do yeah. Yes. We need alcohol and yes. and fattening foods. And, and there's yeah, and there's no doubt. I still say this as a teacher. My favorite day of the year, bar none, is not the last day of school. It is the Friday before Christmas break. Yeah. It, without a doubt. Yes. Because everything you guys just talked Everybody's about. excited. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's excited. You got Christmas rolling around the corner. You're done. You're Everybody's in a good mood. Yeah. Everybody's in a good mood. And then the most depressing time of year is January and February when you come back. <laughs> it's that but, stretch, February yeah. through oh, March. Yeah. Oh, no. It's the after spring break. Yeah. Because there's nothing. There's and nothing. Just, and there's no holidays. But no. but can I just say, guys, honestly, and I think you guys agree. I know you guys agree with me. And for anybody listening, we have the best freaking job on the planet. It's hard as hell. and But I freaking love doing it. I know you two do, too. So if you... I I dare you to join us is what I'm saying. All right. We'll end it with that. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. There's another one, but I can't remember what it is. Anyway, uh, we'll see you. True social. Did you say Trump social? (laughs) True social. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Stay curious. Stay curious.